Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Wednesday of the 34th week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of Revelation. I, John, saw in heaven another sign, great and awe-inspiring, seven angels with the seven last plagues, for through them God's fury is accomplished. Then I saw something like a sea of glass mingled with fire. On the sea of glass were standing those who had won the victory over the beast and its image and the number that signified its name. They were holding God's harps, and they sang the song of, Mo- song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and wonderful are your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. Who will not fear you, Lord, or glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All the nations will come and worship before you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, great and wonderful are all your works, Lord, mighty God. Great and wonderful are all your works, Lord, mighty God. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wondrous deeds. His right hand has won victory for him, his holy arm. Great and wonderful are all your works, Lord, mighty God. The Lord has made his salvation known. In the sight of the nations, he has revealed his justice. He has remembered his kindness and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. Great and wonderful are all your works, Lord, mighty God. Let the sea and what fills it resound, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands, the mountains shout with them for joy. Great and wonderful are all your works, Lord, mighty God. Before the Lord, for he comes, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with equity. Great and wonderful are all your works, Lord, mighty God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the crowd, They will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons. And they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking, that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Lieutenant General Robert Stevenson Smith Baden-Powell was a British Army officer, writer, founder, and first chief scout of the worldwide scout movement. In his 1908 publication titled Scouting for Boys, uh, Baden-Powell explains the meaning of the scout motto as follows. He says, the scout's motto is founded on my initials, meaning Baden-Powell. Be prepared, which means You are always in a state of readiness in mind and body to do your duty. Be prepared in mind by having disciplined yourself to be obedient to every order and also by having thought out beforehand any accident or situation that might occur so that you know the right thing to do at the right moment and are willing to do it. Be prepared in body by making yourself strong and active and able to do the right thing at the right moment and do it. Baden-Powell then goes on to describe various specific ways in which a scout prepares himself by learning to tie knots, build a fire, prepare and cook game, 
kill, prepare, and cook game, finding uh, your way, recognizing sounds and smells, and uh, methods of dealing with various emergency situations. Now, I'm not a Boy Scout, but I think we all have been conditioned to embrace the be prepared motto. We think ahead, plan ahead, do research, develop skills, save money, etc., with the intention of being equipped for whatever life hands us in the future. And so it's a bit curious to hear what Jesus says today about the events that will occur before his triumphant return in glory. He details in rather stark terms the reality of the persecutions we will face. And yet he advises us, remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. Not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. That goes against everything we've been taught, doesn't it? And yet, it's comforting in a way, at the same time. In living day-to-day human existence, there's a value in being a scout, quote-unquote. We can't just sit back and let life happen, right? We've got to engage it in order to survive. But our life here is only a season in, in the realm of eternity. And the transition from the finitude of this world to the infinitude of the fullness of reality is not something we can prepare for. Instead, we are being prepared. As we diligently do what we must to navigate the details of our lives, the Lord is preparing us for something much greater. He's giving each of us all the tools we need, even though we often don't perceive it and even at times resist it. Each moment has meaning far beyond what we can know in the present. That is where faith and trust are so important and consequently among the greatest gifts that the Lord gives us. In fact, on the day of our baptism, it is for that very faith that we ask. It is in faith that we are prepared for glory. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day.